Welcome to another episode of Betty. This is where we share lessons about life, leadership, and the mostly peaceful pursuit of joy. Now remember, there's an asterisk on everything. We could be right, we could be wrong. We're all just making it up as we go. I hope you find something here that's helpful along your journey. Hi friends. A bit ago I shared a piece of wisdom passed on to me by one of my favorite humans. I've taken her idea and incorporated it into my own journaling system. The process is humming and it feels too important not to share. In fact, a piece of joy came up today that I hope I never forget. Princess Buttercup riffed on being a parent and sharing one of those difficult but beautiful days. I really hope she shares it with the world one day. It's too good. Okay, here goes. Fear not. This is not a pitch for journaling or a deep dive into the health benefits. Personally, it's a valuable part of my operating system and helps bring clarity while supporting a good headspace. One of my favorite parts of my journaling practice is positive time travel. We're the only species we know of capable of time travel. We move freely between regret and worry. Both are us misusing our imagination. While I don't advocate regret, and mine are almost exclusively around my anger, I do think reflecting is valuable. Revisiting your lessons and moments of joy is something we must do. My journal practice moves fluidly between digital and analog. Periods of banging on these keys feels right, and others when 80-gram paper sands the pixels fills my cup. Either way, I log my journals into an app. Here's my system. It's not perfect, and while I try to show up daily, I'm about as consistent as a six train. Okay, here are my tools. The app is day one, and I'll include a link and you can check out all the features. I'm gonna give you some of my highlights here. First, you can have multiple journals. I keep two regularly. One is personal and one is compliments. The personal is much more regular than the compliments, by the way. The second is you can add entries in a few ways. You can add entries via the app, text, or you can email. You can even schedule the app to text you at a particular part of the day, and if you respond, it'll get logged. I often forward emails to log things that I want to see again, particularly compliments or articles. Why the app? First, the benefits of fireproofing my analog is important, as well as the option of what I call wordless journaling. Wordless journaling is a simple process of selecting photos and videos from my day or my week and hitting send. I get to be selective about what memory I want to see again without having big tech decide. There's power in being selective. Robots. I use robots to help me here. There's a service, and I'll include the link, with a free option that helps connect applications I use regularly. For example, when I'm streaming music, if I tap like, it will log it into my journal. I have a notebook that I like, and I'll include a link. I actually keep two. The first is blue, and it's for daily, and the second is black, and it's my commonplace book. For the daily, I use a form of bullet journaling in the front, so my work, daily stuff, and then a personal journal in the back, and I write back to front. I like this notebook because it's smaller than usual, but not too small. Given my aversion to rigidity in life, as a general rule, the cover is soft but durable. You can customize the pages to be lined, blank, or dots when you order. I go between, depending on mood, dots and lines. I then use the day one app to scan my notebook pages into PDF and log it. The UX is simple, easy, and fast. 
I don't scan the work part. Why does this all matter to me? First is getting clear. Sometimes you need to get the firing neurons on paper. It's like taking out the garbage. Practically, it takes the form of brainstorming as a party of one or just venting to myself. By the time I'm done, I usually finish in a good place. Generally, but not always, objectivity and clarity find their way onto the paper. I write what I want and stop when I want. A dear friend turned me onto morning pages, and while I don't do this completely, this is kind of what I do. I'll include a link. The second piece that's important to me is resurfacing. I look at my journal entries on their anniversary, whether digital or analog. It's like social media app resurfacing memories, but without the social pressure. Whether it's good, joy, or bad, a lesson, it comes back for reflection. There are too many lessons and moments back there on the side of the road. We must pick them up and bring them with us on our journey. Here's one that I wrote three years ago. Now bear with me, it's just my ramblings with no editing. Some of it I actually can't read anymore. The title was, A Day Yesterday. So much fun, so much laughter. Then I go on, there's something to the concept of blame. It seems that it's easy for a person to say why something happened, why that something makes them angry, sad, frustrated. There are, it seems, much fewer number of people that are willing to say, this happened, this makes me mad, sad, frustrated, and this is what I could have done or will do in the future to prevent or reduce that mad, sad, frustrated. It is easier to see the action of others, harder to see our actions. We all have a choice. We can either be victims of circumstances or we can take action. We can ask ourselves how we can be a catalyst to facilitate change. And then some sentence I can't read. Are you humble enough to recognize your role? Are you strong enough to change your perspective? It is going to go wrong. You will be disappointed. You will get mad. You will get frustrated. You must decide how you will respond. You can blame life, society, your parents, or insert the fault here, or you can figure out what you can do right now and fix it. I choose to recognize that not everything will be perfect. I choose to understand that I can't change people. I choose to face reality and the things won't be perfect and that people are flawed. I know I can't change people. I have a hard enough time trying to change myself. I will focus on me. Things will go wrong. You can choose to blame others or you can figure out what you can do to make better, to fix what is broken. To blame? To say or think a person or thing is responsible for something bad that has happened. Responsibility? The state or fact of having a duty to deal with something. Okay, I'm still working on all of this for the record, but that was three years ago. Looking back on where I was, sometimes with a cringe, is valuable. Revisiting moments of joy that are too easy to forget should be mandatory for everyone. I am also very excited to build my compliment journal. Maybe because my love language is words of affirmation or because I spend too much time being self-critical. Why wouldn't we put a system in place to remind ourselves about what is lovely about us? If you have thoughts or recommendations, please hit me up. I am eager to continue making this process better. And happy time travel, friends. Take care. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, hit like and consider sharing it with just one other person who might find it helpful too. I hope you're good out there. Take care. <laughs>